You like my new house shoes? Hello and welcome to Ramjack Final Dimension Betrayal, a forced new beginning. Hello everyone, I am Alex, and joining me today in the Ramjack Studio B is, as always, Brad. Hi! Hey, friends! Hey. Um, we're recording this on solstice. We are! It is solstice! Happy solstice, friend. Happy winter solstice. Reason um, for the season. It is the reason for the season. People forget reason, about it. Reason for the season. It's the reason for all the holidays that surround the solstice. Mm-hmm. The solstice. It's the best. It's the longest night in the year. The longest. It's the most magical night of the year, some would say. So magical. We've had a fun night tonight. We've we? had quite a night. Guys, if you're ever in Cincinnati, find a restaurant called Metropole. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, it is. We can both vouch for the swordfish. I can vouch for the carrots if they have them. And the cauliflower, if they have that. They change it up. It's crazy. Crazy things they do with the cauliflower. Crazy things they do with that. Crazy things they do with giant penguin statues. Mm-hmm. Trust, guys. So we've been living up the solstice correct, and we thought we would bring our happiness and joy to the people who listen to our podcast. You're welcome. You're welcome, and happy holidays. Happy holidays. Season's greetings from Ramjack. Season's greetings. I got a quick, I've got a quick text message to throw on you guys. You just got this. I Brad heard my phone ding. I was like, how, how long do we have to wait? Because Alex has got text messages, and I don't want you to be dis- I don't want you to be distracted. But you're like, no, I'm going to bring this into the game. I'm going to you I'm going to do what any great actor does. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take I'm going to take what's around me and I'm going to use that. Yes, exactly. So like a great actor, I'm going to tell you this text message. Um, again, remember we're recording this on the solstice. We are. One of my friends group texted me and another friend. Oh my god. It gets better, guys. I promise I did. Did you guys know there was a Christmas shoes movie and that Rob Lowe stars as the narrator? <laughs> This is the greatest news I've ever heard all holiday season. Mm-hmm. Mister, can you buy these shoes for my mother, please? Ugh. Spawned a made-for-television, I can only assume, Ugh. Hallmark or Ugh. Lifetime Channel movie. Ugh. Mm. You got friends that are excited about that. You also got friends that use Yahoo <laughs> as their homepage. As their homepage. <laughs> um, I just thought I'd bring that up. Christmas Shoes has a movie out. All right. Everybody rush out and grab that one. We need to have Solstice movies. We do need to have Solstice movies. We need, we, need a, we need a fun Solstice character like a Santa Claus for the Solstice is what we need. We really do. We need to market this. We need the Solstice monkey. Solstice monkey. Why not Solstice sloth? Solstice sloth. Why don't we take our mascot Cedric and propel him to stardom? And let's share him. Let's give him a holiday. Cedric the Solstice Sloth. Yeah, we can make something about how the night is, oh, the night gets so slow during the winter. That's why it stays around longer. Yes. And, and it's so dang, and it gets dangerous, too. <laughs> Let's bring some safety in the mix. <laughs> he comes with a safe message. More people, uh, I, I, I read a study today that visually uh, had this graph that showed when people die the most from auto accidents, not only pedestrians on the street. I told you a little about this when we were riding oh, yeah. around on the Solstice, cruising the town during Ooh. the Solstice. Um... And there was a huge correlation of people dying at night than during the day. Pedestrians walking the streets. When I walk and the it, streets. And it correlated with the longest night of the year. Yeah. That's like December is the worst time to walk around at night because you'll probably get killed. Guys, I'm probably not going to make it out of this month. Yeah. Curse of Sutek is back. So whenever it's dark, maybe not walk around outside because you'll probably get ran over and killed. Um. So yeah, of course, that, that writes itself. Right. Cedric the safety sloth. <laughs> The solstice, the solstice safety sloth. There you go. We did it. I love it. Done it. I love it. Look forward to celebrating that holiday next year. Indeed. We'll have all the Cedric, the safety solstice sloth merchandise for you to purchase. And you will purchase it all. For your friends and family. Oh, yeah. For an affordable price. 
for an affordable price. Look, it's safe to give gifts to your family members. Mm. Not only as bribes, but you know, just to, to keep the peace, right? You want you yeah you want you want to feel you want to feel safe in in your connection with them, mm. and the best way to do that is with bribes. Exactly. And our gifts. We call them gifts, but let's be honest. Well, they're bribes. Let's just be blatantly honest uh, at the solstice. Cedric says blatant honesty on the solstice. The reason you give someone a gift is that it it shows that I don't hate you. This mm. isn't poison. Here's something you're going to enjoy as opposed to a sword in the belly. I wonder if other animals give gifts. Mm. I feel ill-prepared. Next holiday season, I'll oh. get in the bottom of this, guys. Please do. We'll have to wait a year. <laughs> Unfortunately, we can't go back to old issues. Well, we know that the, we know that the rat... We talked about this. Was it last episode? Yeah, we talked, we talked, yeah. Last, we talked about the last um, episode. They will gift a stranded rat mm. in a tube, a tube rat, yes. chocolate when they set it free. Oh. Friend, I set you free. There's chocolate in the corner. I'm sure if you put a little blanket in there, they would put the blanket over the rat as well. Of course. After just, they put their ladder away. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we can just assume. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, My bad. Mystery solved immediately. Ta-da. Alex, I spent... A large portion of today at Barnes & Noble, hanging out, nice. soaking up some free Wi-Fi. Awesome. You'll remember the time I saw the pencil shaver. Oh, God. It was littering the Barnes & Noble. Well, I was sitting in the same seat I was then, Alex, and the things I saw in this Barnes & Noble. A holiday-infused <sighs> Barnes & Noble must be a fucking nightmare. It was a nightmare, <laughs> sir. The first little little pageant I'll paint for you. All right. <laughs> um, See this scenario. You got a fam, you got a mom's, you got a dad's, you got some uh, some uh, kids. You, you got like one little kid, he's about seven years old. We'll get back to him. He's our protagonist, by the way. <laughs> um, we got his older sister, seemed to be like 10, 11, preteen, tweenish. Okay. Um, and I see that the parents have asked the little seven-year-old boy to uh, go pick out... To go pick out a present. He goes and he gets like a book, and it's like a book of like Lego monsters or something. I don't know what the fuck. Are they celebrating Christmas at all? Like, um, seemingly. Okay. Um, and like he, you know, he gets this book. He's really excited about this book. It's like a pretty big book, and it's like the Encyclopedia of Lego Monsters, which apparently is a thing. Um, and the kid is super excited about this. Like, oh, this is cool. The kid's getting a book. I always like when children are excited about books. That's a great thing. Then the parents, the dick parents, worst parents in the world, <laughs> are like, Mrs. Dick. Mr. and Mrs. I'm a huge dick, say, well, give it to us. You can't have it now. We got to take it home and wrap it for your present. This seven-year-old child does not understand what the fuck they're talking about, nor should anyone. <laughs> but I just picked out this present. Mom Guys, it, again, it is the winter solstice. It is December 21st. What these parents are doing is they've asked the child to go pick out a gift for himself. He is seven years old. He's picked out this book. He's super excited about it. He wants to look through it, see all the Lego monsters. And they've said, no, 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 no. You thought we were getting you this, but instead we're going to take, we're going to buy it. It's going to be just out of arm's reach. You can't have it now. I'm going to go home, wrap it in paper, and in a few days, I'll give it back to you, and then you can have it. What the fuck is this bullshit? I have so many questions. Is this the first year they've done this with this child? Who knows? Because it seems like the child would know if it wasn't. Mm -hmm. So, all right, this is the first year you're doing this. 
can pick out anything you want. All right, now give it to me. Well, don't it? I get to keep it? No, silly. Ah, uh -uh. but no guise of, oh, I don't know. Okay, pick it out. Oh, that's a good choice. I wonder if Santa Claus is going to bring it and put exactly. it back on the shelf. Exactly. There's no pretense with these people. I'm going to buy this and give it to you in a few days. Why can't I just have it now? Shut up. It's the holidays. Yeah, for a second I thought maybe it was like an aunt and uncle taking like their little nephew and they didn't know what to get him. Sense. They're, like, they're going to get him to pick out his own gift and that way he doesn't know. But no, these are his parents. Okay, and that ain't cool. Have a little time out here because I'm gonna go spit out this gum that's in my mouth because it's a terrible gum that is dissolving grossly in my mouth. Really? Yeah. Is it a new flavor that you're trying? I uh, yeah, I tried a new flavor. Don't like it. Um. What's the flavor? Is there anything worse than a piece of chewing gum that like is like breaking down? I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> I mean, I have had especially like cheap gum will break down on you. Sorry, listeners, breaking news. Um, this may be accepted by the American Dental Association, but Extras Fruit Sensations Long-Lasting Flavor? Alex, I popped this in my mouth um, maybe, maybe an hour ago. It is dissolving into disgusting nothingness. So weird. This is bullshit gum. Nobody buy this. How did you say hours of flavor? This is long-lasting. So Wrigley's, Wrigley's, you're a liar. Wrigley's thinks long-lasting is an hour. Fuck you, Wrigley's. Mm. I will punch you in your stupid mouth. Does it taste good beyond that, though? It does a bit. It's kind of a watermelony, oh, which okay. I don't know if I'm down with that, really. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm not. Um, but... It's kind of a tropical mango and watermelon sort of thing. Mm. But all right, back to, back to the dick parents. Like, this is the worst, right? Yeah. Like, this little kid does not understand, and he shouldn't, because no one should understand this crazy hullabaloo of- This isn't a model pick, we have. Pick out something you really want, and then we're gonna hold it just out of reach and keep it away from you. See, I know as an adult, people do that a lot. Like, families do that. We're like, hey, let's go buy you stuff for Christmas. All right, we'll put it under the tree so you can open it. Which, again, uh, weird. Like, if, if, you're not, if you're not capable of picking out a gift for someone, go Amazon wishlist. Duh. Like, it's great. You can put tons of stuff on Amazon wishlist, and then, like, you don't know what, what the thing is someone might get you from your Amazon wishlist, but there, it's there. It cuts out a lot of confusion if you want to be lazy. Perfectly acceptable. But this is, this is a seven-year-old child, and it gets worse, Alex. <laughs> because when oh, this no. little kid is obviously upset about this, because he doesn't understand why they've just dangled this treat <laughs> and taken it away. They mock him. Dum Dum don't understand Christmas, does he? No, no, I think what you're looking for is the exact words where, hey, what, what did I say about whiners? What did I say about whiners? No way. Calling, the little, little kid is like, got his, like, his, like, his head down. He is upset. Because they've taken something he wants away. Now, is he throwing a fit? Like, no, no. Or is he just really, like, distraught, like, holding his hand in his head? He's like, not, I have he's no not idea being, what's happening. He's not being loud and obnoxious. Because you know I would immediately oh, turn yeah. against him. Because I got no use for that shit. He's genuinely confused and he's, genuinely sad. Yeah, genuinely confused, genuinely sad, genuinely upset at this terrible, cruel prank that's been played on him by life. He just wants to have a good life. At seven, I don't think he understands the future that well. Like, no. Do seven-year-olds even plan in advance? Well, I'm sure we did as children, but... Oh, like, it, it was, like, terrible. And they're, oh, what did I say about whiners? What did I say about whiners? He says, but you said it was for me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I get the whiners part, but I'm you said whiners. this was for me. But now I can't have it. Because at first I was confused. I thought, okay, was he, like, picking out something for, like, maybe, like, like, a nephew or a brother or something, and then he he got confused and thought it was for him, but it's for somebody else. No, they're holding his gift hostage, <laughs> and he's upset because he thought he was getting something, but he's not. Because like 
four days for a child is an eternity. It really is. Like, that, you know, kids are annoying like that. Like, is Santa Claus coming today? No, it's in a week. Is Santa Claus coming today? I just told you it's in a week, you dumb kid. <laughs> is Santa Claus coming today? No, it's six days. We went over this yesterday. Why don't you have an understanding of time? Because I'm a child. It's six days from now. Shut up, whiner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Then we go back to what did I say about whiners? Then Alex, okay. then they thump him in the head. They no. flick him. They flick the kid in the head. What did I say about whiners? What did I say about whiners? Not cool. You Why don't you throw the table and be like, hey sir, how about you? Why don't you start flicking him in the head? Hey, hey shitty, <laughs> hey dick parent. Hey, hey shitty parent. You should have hit his dad in the head of the kid in the book. What? That's on me. Al Merry Christmas. <laughs> what I should have done is like pull a, pull a page from your book and hit him with a stick. And be like, what? why'd you hit me with that stick? <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> no. Well, how do you think he felt? <gasps> I've been a terrible parent. <laughs> Solstice time is a wonderful time. <laughs> Just like oh, you've done Realizations. <laughs> I mean, awful. And like I'm like, what if they like? What if all of his presents are like this? Oh, what if yeah. what if they like force him to pick out all of his presents that he doesn't get to have? This kid is gonna be fucked up as an adult. Oh, definitely. did the daughter pick out anything? No. First off, never flick your kid. Yeah, don't. I mean, that's like something twelve year olds do. Yeah, don't like uh, don't hit your kid in any way, even if it's not painful. It's the it's the idea of the thing. It's your it's to humiliate and annoy and hurt. It's barbaric. I yeah. mean, it's it's animalistic. It's not instructive. Like, it's a terrible thing to do. You're the worst parents. When I was a kid, I would get spanked sometimes for things. Mm -hmm. um, and as an adult, I mean, and I was fine through it. I mean, I wasn't sure because I was a different kid. And at one point it was like, all right, this isn't working very much. Yeah. But as an adult, my parents, that's the one thing that they, they said when I was younger that they feel really bad about as far as raising me. They're like, we're so sorry we did that to you. In retrospect, yeah, that was dumb. Yeah. We have no idea why anyone would do that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Well, like, I had, I mean, I got more than spanked. I, I got mean, hit with shit. Yeah, I got a lot of people in, had a really rough childhood. I got thrown into, into broken glass. Like, you just shouldn't do it. There's a lot of things you, you shouldn't, shouldn't do. do it. Like, luckily, I came out pretty damn good. I mean, we made it. We, we made, made it. it. We fucking made it. But this kid getting flicked. But this kid. That's a type of, like, that's a type of violence that's a little, to me, it's so subtle. Uh -huh. Especially with a parent going to like this. Well, because it's it's just to it's not to, it's not to correct it's to humiliate. Yeah, especially in public, that's yeah. wrong. Like it's to humiliate and to antagonize. Never spank a kid or punish a kid like that in public like yeah. that. I remember when I was a kid, um, I did throw tantrums when I was a super little kid because I didn't understand. My right. parents got me to where like, oh, we're gonna go to the store. Here's a book or something. And when I got to a certain point, I was like, well, let's get a book. No, nah, not today. Why not? You said I could have books all the time. But I was like a toddler, like right. I was like maybe two, and I didn't understand. But right. they would always just take me out of the store, and they wouldn't spank me at that point. And I learned, like, all right, right, you don't get a book every time you go to the store. Right, stores aren't just let's give Alex gifts things. <laughs> but my parents removed me from that situation. Remove the kid from there. Don't don't yeah. flick them on the head. Yeah, because then you end up with shit like when. Okay, now now let's. Go, let's go to the more depressing place. Let's go to my childhood. <laughs> when we talked about this before, like, I was afraid to ask for things. Because, like, my parents are fucking psychopaths. And, like, I was, and, like, I remember, like, when my aunt would take me somewhere, like, like she would, like, take me somewhere. And, like, she wanted to, like, you know, she wanted to take her nephew out and, like, you know, get him a gift or something. Because, you know, she wanted to be the aunt and have fun and buy the kid a present. But, like, I was, like, I was shell-shocked from, like, you know, going places with, like, my mother and shit. 
And like, I was terrified to act, like, if like, my aunt would see me like looking at something for longer than a second. She's like, oh, do you want that? Cause she's trying to buy me something. But I like, I'm like, no, 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 I'm, I'm fine. I don't, I don't want it. No, it's cool. It's cool. Don't, no, it's all right. Well, no, I'll get over. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. Don't eat. Like I was terrified. Like, and that's what's gonna happen to this kid. Now, anytime this kid goes to a bookstore, he's gonna be scared. I love, I mean, I don't love, cause it's, that's a horrible situation for you to be raised in. Mm -hmm. But I remember we've talked about uh, playing the arcade machine at the Pizza Hut. Mm -hmm. And we both, I mean, this is an arcade machine that we both knew existed. Oh, right? yeah. Before we even knew each other, we both, yeah. this, is a, this is something that <laughs> we knew before. I, oh yeah. And Deep Child, I remember going to Pizza Hut and before like getting pizza, I'd get like a few quarters and go over to the arcade machine and just play and it'd be like Ooh. awesome. Like I love Pizza Hut because of that. Right. And your stories from that are that you would go and be terrified to even look at it. Yeah. Like even the thought of like if you just even turned your head toward that direction don't, of Pizza Hut. Don't you even think about wasting money on that stupid thing. Trying to waste all of our goddamn money on the stupid games. It's a waste. It's just going to eat your quarters and you're just going to play for like three seconds and then what are you going to do? You're going to want more money. Well, it's not going to fucking happen. Smack! <laughs> like, ah! that was my childhood. And guys, like... Are you guys ready to order? <laughs> like, I remember these videos because I was like... Because I remember like taking sneaky glances because I was like, it's the coolest thing in the world. I mean, don't punish a kid for just looking at something. I know! I mean, it's tech. Worst case, go look at it. I mean, yeah. it, you didn't ask to play it. No. And the worst thing she could have said, like, in honesty, could be like, look, nah, we're not going to play it. Go, right. go, go look at it, though. But it can I go fun. watch the other kids play? Because that love sounds just like watching awesome. it. Because as a kid, I was fascinated with video games. Yeah. Because I understood there was the programming behind it, and I could kind of tell the layers. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why I do interactive design now. I mean, yeah. I, that was formative times. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I. Don't humiliate children. Don't do it, people. It's, just, it's the worst thing you can do. Do you want your kid to end up like me? And I'm best case scenario. <laughs> Brad, I would have to say you're one of the most well-adjusted adults who went through such things yeah, as a child. Definitely. Um, Yeah, I mean, hands yeah. down. I, I know a lot of Ooh. people who went through abuse as a child, and you are by far the most well-adjusted. I gotta say, I did pretty damn good. Pretty damn good, all things considered. <laughs> You have the broken glass and the attempted drugging and all of that, you know. God, I feel so bad for this kid at Barnes and Noble. Awful. Is there more adventures at Barnes and Noble? Yes. Yes, there the is. Solstice is just full of magic and wonder. Okay, so um, later on, I, I was looking over the like the religious and the New Age section because that's always hilarious. Um, Alex, there's a book in the store called C.S. Lewis and Narnia for Dummies. <laughs> <laughs> the irony cannot be contained. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've never oh, felt such man. joy. That made me happy. And when I tweeted this, um, some douchebag tweeted me <laughs> back that apparently he's just got like auto searching for anyone that talks about C.S. Lewis, and he's promoting like the shittiest biopic on C.S. Lewis. And he sent me a, a link to the YouTube trailer, and I watched it. And it looks like time changer quality. Nice. <laughs> it looks awful. So I like immediately wrote him back and was like, "Fuck you! I'm never gonna watch your shitty movie. I'd rather re be raped by a magic lion." Which would happen probably if you read C.S. Lewis. So awful. Fuck I, that shit. I hated those movies. Ugh. That one scared me as a child, but I'm sure we've talked about that before. The shaving of that lion, not mm. cool. Mm. I mean, that's basically they raped that lion. They raped and humiliated that lion. In the movie, and as a kid, you can't handle that. I was like, why are they killing? What are they doing to the lion? Jeez. Um, also, in the Christianity section, there's a book, a giant book on Josephus. Hmm. Doesn't seem the right place for that to be. Yeah. Hmm, Josephus, not a Christian. Also, some of the best evidence against Christianity. So, I'm curious about that inclusion. Josephus, the man behind the mystery. <laughs> well, he got us. There was a father and another another young kid, maybe like eight or nine, in that same little young age group, 
Um, and they're sitting down in the Barnes Noble. They both got a couple of books. And, like, the kid's, like, complaining. It's like, you know, I, I, like, this is boring. And the father, on the subject of reading, has this statement. Well, I don't like it either, but the movie doesn't start for another hour. What else are we gonna do but read? <laughs> wow. Like, I just kind of died a little bit inside. It's like you're reading because you have nothing else to do for an hour because you came too early for a fucking movie. I hope that movie sucked. I hope you saw fucking The Hobbit. <laughs> in 2D. I hope you saw it in 2D. Ugh. Or just in 3D, not high frame rate. Yeah. So you still have it kind of all right, but you're not seeing it the best you can. Either that, or I hope you saw it in the 48 frames with the 3D, and I hope you got motion sickness. I didn't I, understand it. I hope. And I hope your kid loves it and he's going to annoy you forever about it. I hope he becomes a huge nerd and lives in, lives in your basement forever because he's obsessed with a hobbit. That's what I hope. <laughs> Shitty father. Like, worst parents at Barnes like & Noble. harsh times at a Barnes <laughs> like, Noble. I'm like, I'm, it's a bookstore. You, I just, you would hope... Dude, like, I could spend hours in a bookstore. We've spent hours together oh, as in a bookstore, like, picking up books, reading them, that. Yeah. You go to the magazine section, see, your, see the latest rags out. Now, I know those will be totally gone within the next year or two, but whatever. Uh, this this evening, we played with all kinds of tablets uh, yeah. at my work, and we know, okay, I've nailed the coffin, done. Mm -hmm. 300 PPI, that's print quality on a fucking screen. Magazines are over. Devo. The books are beautiful, man. It's great. It's, yeah. Bookstores are amazing. Yeah, you can go around and peruse and then find all the things you want to buy on your Kindle. Exactly. How it's many great. times have I, like, snapped the barcode on a, exactly. <laughs> on a book? And you're like, hey. Exactly. Um, so, next up, I'm still in the New Age section. Um... This girl and her boyfriend, who is like a oh. hipster douche-looking, like worst guy. Don't tease me with a meat cute, Brad, because I really no, thought no, no. you were in a new age section. Because I know the women that you get attracted to are attracted to you. Oh, this girl's pretty foxy. Um, nice. Um, like I could see she had a giant back piece tattoo. Mm. Um, it looked like some. It looked kind of like a Mayan um like thing, like a big like the, those big circley um. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like their calendar. Yeah. Stuff. It was it was very much that because she was wearing this like really like like her like the back was open. It was a weird for the winter. That's weird, and it, it is was cold weird. right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. So her, her well, she was making her boyfriend carry her hoodie around. So I guess that was, I guess that was the plan. <laughs> uh, but so she's got the Mayan tattoo, mind you. Her and the boyfriend come over and ravenously are going through the new age. Going through all the Mayan books. Yes. Like, and again, today is the winter solstice, Mayan calendar day. Um, I feel like this girl's like, why, what? I thought it was supposed to be over. I got this tattoo. <laughs> we did everything right. What What's did we happening? miss? What's <laughs> happening? through the books. Either that happened or they single-handedly defeated a Mayan prophecy <laughs> through some magics. And she, she was, was born with that tattoo right. on her back. It was, it's a birthmark. Yeah. It was foretold that she would be the one to defeat the ancients. Wow. <laughs> it was bizarre. I would like to personally thank you people in Barnes & Noble Indeed, for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that, that was my experience in Barnes & Noble. That is amazing. With bonkers people. I'm telling that place, full of wackiness. You also went to the one here, right? I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the one that's like, you know. Blocks from your apartment at most. Not maybe even. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a five-minute walk. Box. It's the one yeah. that's a five-minute walk from my apartment. Beautiful view of this river. Definitely. And the city. Wow. Adventures. God, Adventures. Man. Brad, I happened across an article basically um, curated uh, some quotes you wouldn't suspect certain people to have said. You got wacky quotes. I got wacky quotes from some famous people in history. All right. This is going to be stuff This is gonna be that I wouldn't expect. It's going to be like Martin Luther King Jr. saying, you know what? You know, I'm going to sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hit the snooze button, Martin Luther. I like the old Bambino saying, you know what? Ah, fooey with his baseball. <laughs> Our FDR saying, you know what I love? A good run. <laughs> nice jog. <laughs> or Jacques Cousteau saying, in order to stabilize world population, we must eliminate 350,000 people per day. It is a horrible thing to say, but it is just as bad as not saying it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Awesome. I've got another Jacques Cousteau quote. I hate getting wet. <laughs> That's a weird one. All right. Well, uh, I also have a quote from Disney. I love Mickey Mouse more than any woman I have ever known. Okay. Okay. You got? Do you have one over there? Oh yeah, I've got one. Oh okay. Um, it says, uh, "I hate Minnie Mouse. That bitch is a home wrecker." <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Um, Elvis Presley. It's a big hoax, honey. I never wrote a song in my life. I get one third of the credit for recording it. It makes me look smarter than I am. I've never even had an idea for a song. <laughs> Just once, maybe. I guess he did that in an interview. Wow. Nice. Do you have any Presley quotes over there, Brad, or...? I don't even like hound dogs. I'm more of a cat man. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. Huh. Interesting that we both came across a list with the similar wow. quotes. That's crazy. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger once said this in an interview. Wonderful. The greatest feeling you can get in the gym, or the most satisfying feeling you can get in the gym, is the pump. It feels fantastic. It is as satisfying to me as coming is, you know? As in having sex with a woman and coming. So can you believe how much I'm in heaven? I'm like getting the feeling of coming in the gym. I'm like getting the feeling of coming at home. I'm getting the feeling of coming backstage. When I pump up, when I pose out in front of 5,000 people, I get the same feeling as I do coming day and night. Wow. It's terrific, right? So, you know, I'm in heaven. <laughs> I love that coach just kept going. Yeah, it, well, it, it's that's more of an article right. thing. I, well, it's funny because I've got a long Arnold quote as well. Oh. <clears throat> now, this is strange because I thought this was from something else, but apparently this isn't actually an Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> quote. To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to serve the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms against the sea of troubles and by opposing in them. Wow. Yeah, that's actually Arnold Schwarzenegger. I thought it was Shakespeare. A lot of... Apparently, it's Arnold. Very eloquent. Yeah. I, that was all the quotes I had. Learned a lot this episode about people. Winston Churchill. That Hitler's not half bad. Uh, speaking of Hitler, there's a Hitler quote. Oh. Um, I'll have to paraphrase because I don't have it up right now. It basically is effective. He basically says, The person who stole my dog has no idea what they did to me. <laughs> That's a real Hitler quote. Oh, fuck. Think about that, thieves, in this holiday season. Yikes. You could be stealing and turning someone into a Hitler. Yikes. Leave people's dogs alone. Something else you should leave alone? Food you drop on the floor. Obviously. Um, I know, what is it, Mythbusters did the whole thing on that? To where, look, obviously this is something you shouldn't do. Don't eat food off the floor. Right. Just don't. Uh, but to give you some more, like, science facts about it, um, within five seconds, um, something on the floor can pick up between 150 to 8,000 bacteria. Yeah. It's the floor. You walk on the floor, you don't eat off the floor. Yeah. Unless you sterilize it, don't do that. Right. That's obviously. And you're walking around in your shoes because you're always wearing your shoes, right? So there was a poll people did. Oh, no. <laughs> to where people were honest, 50% of men confessed to using the five-second rule. 50% of men need to be murdered, Jacques Cousteau style. As opposed to a whopping, as opposed to a whopping 70% of women. What? Yep. Listen, ladies. <laughs> ladies, come on. Listen, okay, ladies. Men, set this one out. I'm going to talk to the ladies for a second. 
You guys are doing great. I mean, ladies, could be doing better, but ladies, you know I care about you. You know I worry about your issues. I worry about the sexism in the world. I worry about these things. But you gotta get your shit together. Stop eating shit off the floor. There's plenty more. Like we don't have food shortages. And we're fine. We got plenty of food. Just get some more. Don't eat it off the floor. Get, you can't do that. You walk on the floor. Your feet, your shoes, you walk outside, you walk into your house. Outside is brought into your house on these shoes. And that's the way it has to be because you have to wear shoes in the house. Unless I just sterilize like a counter. Dropping something on the counter, I wouldn't even eat. No. You know where if I drop something on my plate, I'll eat it. <laughs> oh, I picked something off the plate. It fell back on the plate. I'll eat it. It's okay. It's been on the plate. That's, the, a, that's, the a, safe, plate. that's a safe fall zone for food. Yeah. Because you wash and clean this specific item called a dish for the sole purpose of having food on it. We do all, you know how many times you wash a dish? You wash a dish a lot. Every time you wash a dish, you don't eat it off the floor. I, I want your opinion on this one. Um, I saw some new mug tech. Um, you know how whenever you wash a mug, if you leave it, uh, I guess, open side up in the cabinet, it can collect dust, which I've never had that happen in a glass of mine, but whatever. Um, and why would you want to put the rim on, let's say, the ca in the cabinet down? Um, again, no problem for me, really. I'm like, all right, whatever. Ah, uh, you got to do it. Um, what, if a bug, what if a bug walked across, walked around the inside of your glass? Yeah, but what if that bug ran across and now their bug germs are all over the rim of your glass? Hmm. Well, it's not gonna. It's. I mean, you. I mean, you gotta like keep your shit. You gotta keep. You gotta keep your cabinet clean as well. You can't. If I drop my glass on the floor, I'm not gonna drink out of it until I wash it. Um, but to circumvent this, they've created a handle that is uh, almost like a wedge, mm -hmm. so that it also helps with the drying. You just prop it on this wedge, and the rim doesn't touch whatever surface it's on, and you don't have to leave the right side up. It keeps the dust out, and it keeps the rim from touching whatever surface you put it down on. Genius. I like this. It's really nice. I like it. It also dries faster because it has the air going on. It's, it's great. I like it. I like it. I'm sold. I'll take five. Well, they only come in pairs of six, but I, you well, know what? I'll, I'll give one away. Give one away. I'll give, I'll give one away to, to, to any of our lady listeners that will agree to never eat shit off the floor again. I, do you want to die? Do you want to be murdered by bacteria? Because back to, the universe is out to destroy and murder you. Stop trying to help it. Like, dudes are already, like, being the worst and treating you like crap. Could you stop trying to kill yourselves with bacteria-laden food? You think that's what it is? Like, why? It's like a slow burn okay, suicide plan. If, if it was even, I understand. But, but it's, it's that's a 20% difference. Ladies. I don't know. Let's really think about this. What would cause ladies to eat food off the floor more than men? Is it because they don't want to waste any of the food? Oh, no. Is this like a sexist thing? Like women cook more than men and they just drop food and therefore they're around food prep more? Oh, cause, I don't cause think dudes so. Are, cause dudes because are dudes cooks. are the worst. Dudes just eat fast food. Oh, I can't cook, honey. I'll just make a frozen pizza or pick something up at McDonald's. I'm sorry, Alex. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to like. It's fine. I didn't mean to upset. I didn't. I didn't mean to say McDonald's. It let's goes say, Metropole let's, and let's, then McDonald's. Let's as change. Far as my let's favorite change. Restaurant. Let's change to a place that's not your favorite restaurant. Um, what, uh, uh, Hardee's. I either eat frozen pizza or Hardee's. <laughs> I like restaurants with M in the title, like Metropole <laughs> or McDonald's. Alex doesn't like Italian food or Mexican food or Chinese food or anything that's ethnic-y. Um, mm, mm -mm. but he does like any restaurant with an M in the title. <laughs> I really don't like Italian food. I had Italian tonight. Yeah. What was I fucking thinking? I, when you said it, I was I was questioning. I was like, this doesn't sound like something Alex will like. And yet, I didn't question it when I first initially because I thought it was getting like this lasagna thing. Right. Twist part, they switched it on me, bait and switch. 
Oh, oh bait and switch. The carrots aren't here anymore. I guess I'll get cauliflower. This is that Italian dish, right? Not the same Italian dish that you ordered last time, dog. Mmm. Did got one at lasagna, got noodles. It was actually really good, but at the same time, I'm like, that, I know that swordfish is better than you this. You should have gotten the swordfish with the I pistachios and oh, that would have copycatted you. And I already had the swordfish. I wanted to True. experiment. You got, you, you got to try the things. Should have gone with the, with the with maybe with the with the New York strip. That might have been a good idea. The milk braised uh, uh, beef. If we can't go for a second, guys, cauliflower roasted with pomegranate seeds, and what wow. else was in there? Oh, everything. Was, it was Every, amazing. Man, was, that is good. Like fennel, I think, maybe? Yeah. Um, I would also say that carrots with a little bit of dill, um, and then adding uh, pumpkin seeds and avocado, all roasted or sautéed, is fucking good. Quality. Like, Quality. work on those dishes come this new year, ladies and Absolutely. gentlemen. Absolutely. Maybe for your health. You got a health resolution? There you go. Here's a health resolution. Stop eating shit off the floor, ladies. <laughs> I wanna, we should get down to the bottom of this. Why 20% more of women are eating food off the floor? You know, I'm going, I'm going to spend the week. Listeners, um, be prepared for upcoming wacky, upcoming episodes because I'm going to be going down to Tennessee for an adventure and staying with my friend Lindsay for a week. Um, I'm gonna be watching her like a hawk to see if she eats shit off the floor. Oh, not you're gonna catch her eating. Oh, I'm gonna, I'll, def I'll definitely catch her, and then I'll be at seventy percent, and then I'll thump her on the back of the head and say, "Hey, what did I say about eating shit off the floor? What did I say about eating shit off the floor?" Seventy percent. I've got to ask all the women I know now, because they'll obviously yeah. confess to it. Sure. Do you eat everything off the floor? Oh yeah, all the time. All the time. Oh. Yeah, I just I made some soup the other day, poured it right on the floor. Yeah. Yum yum yum. Sometimes when I'm checking Yahoo, I just drop it and then I. <laughs> I get on I get on Yahoo, check out what the scores are and the movie times, and uh, then I just eat you know my dinner. I eat some cauliflower right off the floor. There's got to be listeners. If you understand this, please call. Phone in and explain, let us know what's going on. what's happening. I mean, might as well eat off the floor. I put that gross dude's dick in my mouth. <laughs> I guess I'll just eat <laughs> that off the floor. It it's like, well, if I'm okay with that in my mouth, I might as well put this in my mouth. <laughs> All right, I guess that, I, I hope that's not what yeah. it is. <laughs> the lowering standards well, then, all the way. Yeah, well, at that point, gay men... Are, oh, is they that the love, 50% they eat off the floor, men? too. 50% of men who are homosexual also say, oh, I eat stuff off the floor time. Jonathan, have you ever eaten anything off the floor? <laughs> We're gonna single people out. We're gonna ask individually. Jonathan, do you eat anything off the floor? Claire, do you eat anything off the floor? Des, do you eat off the floor? Moira, do you eat off the floor? You're a doctor. You should know better. Explain yourself. I think I, if you think, well, who knows what the actual? I mean, who knows? Who knows? But that doesn't sound like a bad theory. We should probably test that. You need to find out. Um, speaking of finding things out. Brad, we talked about uh, urine on a past episode and how sports <sighs> fans have the weirdest rituals and or just superstitions. They're the worst. Um, China. And we talked about them, what, urine eggs before? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ch child urine eggs. Ugh. Virgin urine eggs, right? Uh, anyway. Ugh. Uh, biologists in China published a study recently. Mm -hmm. They found a way to make stem cells out of urine. I, I should rephrase that more properly because that almost seems like a sensational headline. All right. They found a way to extract, they found a way to create um, stem cells from the contents in urine. Okay. Now, we speculated last time that what, what is the ura or uri is like 5% of what actual is urine, more of it's water. Well, there's also a small percent of that, which is also cells from your kidneys. Mm -hmm. So what they did was they got these cells from the urine, mm -hmm. and they were able to coax them into awesome stem cells. 
How awesome are they? I did not know this about stem cells. Apparently, if you lose now, if you lose a, an organ, you can just piss in, and like it just makes a new one. That easy. I lost a leg. Quick, piss on me. Yeah, I, I'm not going to go into the process of how they do this because, I and mean, let's be honest, yeah, I, I don't even know how or why they did the study or how they found out that there's kidney cells in your urine. Bonkers. That's weird. Um, but something about um stem cells, especially from uh, embryonic stem cells, mm -hmm. is that there is a hurdle that affects. Uh, those particular types of extractions because embryonic stem cells have the tendency once they're actually put in to an environment They mm -hmm. will start duplicating and whatever cells they're around or mimicking right. them and become them mm -hmm. But they also because they're embryonic and new cells almost do it too much mm. uh, And they can actually cause tumors to grow. Right, I was gonna say that's that sounds like a cancer set exactly so uh, they did research where they would put embryonic stem cells into the uh, brains of rats. Not tube rats, thankfully. They'd... Oh, thankfully. Um, Damn you, you bastards! <laughs> this chocolate's so good, but my mind is... Um, yes, so they put them in there, and that's what they noticed, that these embryonic stem cells turned into brain cells, but then like a month later, it was malignant. I mean, it was like a tumor, because right. there were so many of them, and they just didn't work. These cells, though, are seasoned. They're urine cells <laughs> made mm -hmm. from your kidneys. Yeah. Have a a much lower, lower rate of mutation. Wow. In fact, um, months after doing the same, they did the same study with these rats again, because like, well, we'll see what, what urine stem cells will do. Right. No mutation after a month, unlike embryonic stem cells. I need a new cornea, quick piss in my eye. They're thinking, well, maybe not, maybe not exactly piss in my eye. Piss in my eye, I need a cornea. But think about that. We can get stem cells from urine now. Manzies. Urine may or may not uh, dissolve calluses on your hands. Probably not. But you might, not. you might be able to. But you might be able to grow a, new, grow a new finger. Yeah, grow a new finger. Remember things better. Get better coordination. Fix yourself. Who knows? Get fixed. Pretty crazy, huh? That's... Why did we ever start... I mean, I'm glad we started I'm studying glad. urine, but at the same time, I'm a little... But you feel like there's, like there's one urine scientist that's just the worst, like, creepo. Like, he's just way too much into urine. Yeah. He's just like, ugh. Oh, there goes Gerald again. Old Gerald, the urine guy. He smells of it. He smells of it. He takes his work home with him. Ugh. Um, I read a, a story about this guy who crashed in the rainforest. Mm -hmm. Almost died. Uh, he was in a plane crash. He had to drink his urine for, I want to say, like, for 48 hours. Not that long. Mm -hmm. To stay hydrated. Because you can stay hydrated on your urine. Sure. Um, but that's gross. Definitely. <laughs> Um, it's, it's definitely not something you go to first. It's like, I'm a little parched, let me piss in my mouth. It's sort of a last case, oh no, I'm crashed in the Amazon. Like, I'm gonna die out here, like Teddy Roosevelt almost dead. And the only thing you can drink is your urine. That's what you gotta do. And snakes are everywhere and oh. bugs. Drink, I, drink, drink some snake blood. Brad, people in Indonesia are risking their lives for a cure. Gotta risk your lives for the cure, Alex. They don't realize it within the very urine their body oh. produces and the kidney cells that they excrete Just every piss day on that in mass. Wound can help them. They don't realize that someone started a practical joke basically in Indonesia mm -hmm. where they said, you know, if you if you lay across the magnetic railways across this great uh, region, it will cure you of your illness. Ooh. The electrical current that will pass through your body between each one. Um, First off, that kills people in fucking like subways if you fall into those things, yeah. high-powered rail lines. So they're running into a huge problem with tons of people just laying, like really desperate, sick people just laying, camping out oh. across railways. And that's, trains that's are coming by good. and they're like, oh, honk, honk, get out of the way. Dead person. Yeah. Funny thing, none of the railways in Indonesia are electric. They get electricity from like overhead wires, not the tracks. So these people are sitting on the tracks for no reason. Oh, 
That's that's even worse. Not, I mean, I guess it's, I guess it's better because they're not gonna die immediately. They're just gonna die when a train runs over them. They're doing everything they can to tell people, look, there's no electricity in these tracks, even though that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. There's no electricity in the tracks, guys. It's cool. Just no, I'm just gonna take, a, I'm just gonna take a little siesta. I'm just gonna lay down, take a little napkins. Sweet dreams. Well, just in case, just in case. Just in case. Just in, if it helps, it helps. Hey, give me a chance here. Nom 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 nom. Well, train comes barreling through. You're not gonna be able to. Superstition, man. Dead people. Superstition. If some people urinate on their fucking hands, there's people laying on railroad tracks. People. You're endangering everyone. In all that right, situation. all right, all right. Stop pissing on your hands. Stop eating off the floor. Stop laying on railroad tracks. Guys, do we have to point out everything? Stop kidding your kids. Like, just, guys, can we all just calm the fuck down? <laughs> Let's just relax, have a cup of coffee in the morning, piece of toast, go about our daily business, check our blogs, download our podcast, get informed on the news of the day, live our life, go to work, go to school, whatever you gotta do, come home, relax, have a bite to eat, maybe watch a movie with some television, check in with some friends, go to an event, and then let's get a little bit of sleep. Not too much, don't wanna be a sleep sloth, gotta get shit done in your life, and do it again. Let's stop, let's stop all the rest of this stuff. I agree. Yeah. Question I have, in the new um, Solstice holiday that will be you know, mm-hmm. debuting next year, right. Cedric, this, the Solstice safety, safety Sloth, can you sleep more on the longest night of the year? Are you supposed to stay up all night and get shit done? Well, Alex, you know... It's safe to sleep. You need to sleep. You, you've got... It, it's a hard balance in life because you got to get just... You, you, if you're too tired, you won't get shit done. And if you're not a person that's prepared to live without sleep... Well, then you will be completely dysfunctional without sleep. Personally, me, I've developed over many years of life going on very little sleep. So, And the night is when I get my best work done. So I will be taking advantage of the night to, to, to do better things. Then when the summer solstice comes around and it's light everywhere, I can hide in my bed. That's when I take my sleep sloth day. Maybe he's a solstice sloth on the winter solstice and the safety sloth on the summer solstice. Whoa. Whoa. I wouldn't want to put that much pressure on Cedric. Hey. That's two holidays out of the year. Yeah, he needs to rest. Let's relax. And I don't know if he can... I mean, that may be... I don't want to overstress him. It takes him a while. Yeah. It takes him a while. It takes him a long time to travel. Um, To the homes of all the elderly in one night. Because <laughs> that's what he does. <laughs> he Making goes sure they're it. safe. Making sure all their fire... Their smoke alarms have just as many batteries yes. in them. The carbon monoxide detectors are on. Make sure that their that their walkers have tennis balls. He's about to say. <laughs> yes, awesome. I was just about to say that. Nice work, friend. Speaking of safety, um, and children, what we were talking about. Sure. Kids, don't bring eggs into your home. Just don't do it. Why are you bringing eggs into your home? Unless you're Theodore Roosevelt and are doing it for science, don't bring eggs into your home. Alex, where are kids bring eggs into their home? Australia. Oh. The worst place to bring eggs into oh, your home. Oh no. Um, I would like to say that there's a few things on Ramjack that I had cue to talk about mm-hmm. that people in our Facebook group peeped before I got a chance to Ooh. talk about it. Now, we're going to go ahead and talk about it. I'm going to have to just start perusing the news more. But thank you, guys. And it's awesome that you guys are bringing this to our attention. Guys, getting up to date. But just scooping know, Al- You're just scooping Alex. Just, scooping him. Just know that I, I, I knew about it first. I knew about it before you posted it. I saved it. And then you posted it. <laughs> so... Yeah, another reason to join the Facebook group. Indeed. Um, just, you join the Facebook group to scoop Alex and learn all about America. <laughs> it's a game we play on Facebook. Who can scoop the articles that we bring onto the show? Yes. Um, don't start scooping animal facts. Just stop. 
This doesn't count as an animal fact. Don't do that. That's my territory, please. I don't know. A lot of shit been going around about that golden eagle. What did I? T- what did I tell you about animal mm. facts? That that golden eagle thing is hilarious. But also, if you brought a toddler up to the mountains, that golden eagle is really gonna do that. A yeah. golden eagle is gonna fucking throw your kid off the wall. Yeah. Go watch the videos we talked about the goats. This one may be fake, but trust, it's happening. Yeah, it could really happen. Never take your kid mountain climbing. Don't do it. And never take your kid to a place where they might grab eggs and bring back into your home. Uh, a three-year-old. Uh, decide, he found some eggs outside his home in Townsville, Queensland, which is, you know, in Australia. Uh, twist part, uh, he put them in his drawer, mm-hmm. um, and I guess it was warm enough, and I guess they were for along in their uh, incubation process, oh. that they hatched. Oh no, what are they? Seven eastern brown snakes. <gasps> Supposedly the second deadliest snake in the <gasps> world. Oh no, eastern brown snake! Um, this one woman named Trish, uh, who is, um, I guess someone from the, uh, North Queensland Wildlife Care, had this to say about the, the snake, uh, which was only, when they were, they're, I mean, they're baby snakes. The mother actually opened his drawer, I guess, to restock it with socks or underwear, oh. and she was greeted by little snakes! Oh, fuck that shit! Oh, get rid of your kid! Thump him in the head, get rid of him, get a new kid, throw that one out, he's, he's defective! <laughs> What did I say? Um, uh, Trish said their fangs are only a few millimeters long at this age. God, that's so they long probably, enough. nah, well, they probably wouldn't break skin, Brad. I, they will still murder you. But yeah, yeah they're still just as venomous as an adult Holy snake. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you seven of them in your home. Oh, God. What if they had gone out for, like, okay. What if there's eight? Oh, no. <laughs> what if there's eight? They say seven. What if there's eight? How many did you bring? I don't know. I'm three years old. I don't know. Oh no. I had many of them. It was more than two. <laughs> Fuck. It must have been 12. No! They're everywhere. Burn oh your no! House. Burn your house. Oh no, brown snakes. Eastern brown snakes. Oh no! Oh no, snakes, guys. Ugh. Guys, the year of the snake. <laughs> the year of the snake. Is it the year of the snake 2013? I don't know. I hope. No, I think it was. I wish it, I had my it must have been 2012. Come now. Yeah. If, if any year would be Ooh. year of the snake, it must have been 2012. Seriously. Coincidence? Sutek be praised. <laughs> Here's an interesting study, Brad. Uh, mm-hmm. Staying along the lines of science and animals. Yeah. Uh, this time we'll talk about ourselves, humans. Oh, humans. One of my favorite animals. The University of Utah uh, decided to do some, I guess, studies on martial artists. Okay. Hitting a punching bag. Um, and they found that whenever you put your hand into a fist... Um, our hands evolved to, in the shape of a fist, uh, protect smaller, like, key bones in our hand, naturally. Like, when you ball your hand into a fist, mm-hmm. the muscles um, sh- kind of shield those more delicate mm-hmm. muscles in your, uh, not muscles, but bones in your hands to keep them from breaking. Nice. Um, so they discovered this when they were doing this research with martial artists and thought, well, wait a minute, that's kind of weird. Like, it's neat that they kind of do that, but it's only when you ball your hand up into a fist. We are the only creatures, or like apes, that do that. Ooh, we're punching apes. Exactly. We evolved, somewhere earlier in our evolution, we evolved to make a fist. And we think now, and of course this is kind of speculation-ish, mm-hmm. but that that was violence. Like, we actually used our yeah. hands as weapons in the olden times. Wow. Um, because why else would they do that? Chimpanzees don't have that. Chimpanzees can't ball their hands into a fist also. Mm-hmm. Think about that for just a second. Whenever they try to, they just kind of like 
curl their fingers in and their fingers will never like go into the palm of their hand. Wow. I just assume gorillas can probably do it because gorillas can rip sinks out of walls and then right, lie right, about right. it. Of course. They're probably being like, oh no, I can't make a fist with this. And then like, just like toying with us. But also, they, I mean, they give us a better to, to grab things better as well. Doesn't he give it like a better chance of that? Well, but why would it also sheathe and protect oh, those delicate that, muscles that in clearly, their hand? Yeah, it's that makes researchers think that that must have been an adaptive trait. It must have been because we were hitting each other a long time we ago. We were punching people out. Or other animals. We're just punching other animals. Neanderthal running hey. around. Hey, thick brow, get your ass over here. Bam! Nice. Sucker punch. Nice staff. Ugh! Wow. We're just a bunch of bullies. Humanity may have been the old school bully. Just a How does that make you feel, man? I felt so, I felt kind of, now obviously people who, you know, in science are like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We can't say, a lot of people have like animosity towards saying that humans had a more violent past, which I mean, I don't care that. I mean, of course, I mean, if that's what the evidence shows, that's what it shows, I guess. Yeah, definitely. I don't see what else. It's not like, were we tenderizing meat? Also still punching things. Well, I mean, think about it. With our intelligence, I mean, like, that's one of our major, our major traits is, like, our intelligence. What do you think we were using that intelligence for back in the day? We weren't writing poems. <laughs> we hadn't invented language yet. We were figuring out how to hunt better, how to survive better, how to take out the competition better. How to nominate. Yeah. Let's start how to, with the fist. How to punch fools in the mouth. Still do it. Still doing we're it. We're the we're the animal that evolved hey. to punch things better. Hey, 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 hey! Stop that whining. What did I tell you about whining? I'm gonna punch you in the. I will punch you. Yeah. Are you looking? Are you looking at that fucking video game? Are you looking at that fucking video game? I will fucking beat the shit out of you <laughs> and throw you into broken glass and then drug you with a mysterious pill. What? But 200,000 holidays. Ago. <laughs> Happy holidays. It's a couple's family Christmas. <laughs> But 200,000 years ago, it would be like... Looking at that banana. Mm. We'd punch someone in the face. Well, let's just stop being violent. Yeah. Can we just stop being violent? We may have evolved to use our fists as weapons. Let's don't do that anymore. Let's just stop. Well, Alex, we don't use let's our use fists anymore. Fists. We have drones. We have drones. Yeah, of course, the new fists. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we use those hands to hold the hand oh. of the person next to you? you Make a connection. Hand. Hold the hand, give a hug. Why don't you reach that hand out? Oh, I also wonder now if it was like, okay, now this is obviously speculation, but I can use this in a romance novel. And please use it in the romance novel yes, you'll be please, writing about uh, Carol Ryan. Carol Ryan losing her virginity for the first time at a ripe old age of 80, 70? Who 72. Knows? It starts at 62, but you know, as the course yeah, of the trilogy well, goes. I was, I'm sorry, I'm already pre planning the third book. You know, in the tetralogy. What if instead of punching people, the reason we did that was because we had to hold hands. We had to hold those and hands. And the best way to like lock fingers and hands uh -huh. is to almost make a fist with almost, a partner. Yeah. That's what it is. Oh. It wasn't to it wasn't to to knock out your child who didn't understand no. that you can't hunt the zebra. No. I want that one, mom. No. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I will get you the zebra, but you can't have it for three days. It'll be almost rotten. Well, that's the way we do things because we're the worst. You better not be looking at that beehive. You're not going to get any honey. I'm not going to go get you honey. Don't even think about honey. I will destroy you if you think about honey. What if science, what if researchers, instead of making those fists for hurting, mm -hmm. we use that fist for connection, for healing. Let's hold hands, friend, and go charge out there and get that zebra and or honey together. What about what about we use those fists to make some terrorist fist jack? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Boom. That's awesome. That's probably what it was. Right. 
And uh, give me the little rock and pound it. That's what we discovered. Howie was... Mandel would have he would have been a god back then. I Definitely. Mean, it's all about the fist pump back in the ancient man. Oh. Two hundred thousand years ago, that's how they they didn't yeah. shake hands. Fuck that shit. No. Who knows what's been all of your hands? Closed hand. I still respect you, fist right. pump. But I'm not gonna put my hand with your hand. I'm right. gonna minimize the coverage and germ activity. Prehistoric man may have been wiser than we suspect. Indeed. Indeed. I wonder if he ate shit off the floor, though. Ladies! <laughs> what are you doing? Listen, hire me to be your Japanese boyfriend. I will follow you around with a plate, alright? Just stop eating off the floor. <laughs> Ready to catch it. Whoops, whoops. I want to program an iPhone app now that's a game. That's where you just try to catch the food of the women. <laughs> because that's just weird enough to catch on in, like, yes. a foreign country. Yes. <laughs> We'll just call the game Late. Japanese Boyfriend. <laughs> and a minigame meeting is trying to catch the food the women drop so they don't have to eat off the floor. Ladies. Keep your girlfriend healthy by so she doesn't get sick. If any ladies would like to hire me to follow them around with a plate so they don't have to eat off the floor, feel free. I got nothing else going in my life. Bring it. I will gladly do this job. Wow. I love on this solstice when we talk about safety, mm-hmm. we talk about a lot of things that we we curbed a lot of the violence that we talked about. Sure. By going back to our roots uh-huh. and discovering why we had made fists in the first place. Yes. To fist bump and to hold hands. Right. And to punch out orangutans. Well, I don't Come know on. if that I don't know if that was the main uh, reason. I don't know if that's the main reason, right? Hey other apes. Uh, uh, I will punch you. Uh, Hominids, hominids. <laughs> Ain't got nothing on us. Bipedal sucker punch. Brad, yeah. We're gonna be entering. We're gonna be entering some spoiler territory here. What, guys? If any, spoiler alert! If any, whoop, 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 whoop. if any of you read comic books, and at this point it may already be out there, but if you haven't read this yet. Be cool. Be cool, guys. Be cool. Just maybe be fast cool. forward a minute. I don't maybe know what's Maybe fast up. forward. Or maybe just listen. It's what fine. What kind of book are we talking about, Alex? Studies actually show that spoilers don't actually ruin your experience of watching something. Right. Now, people can argue that, but scientific well, studies I, show. Yeah, and I think it also kind of depends on what you're, what it is. Oh, of course. If it's, like, if it's like The Sixth Sense, well, then fuck it. There's no reason to watch it anyway. But if it's the Spider-Man's 700th issue... Oh, 700? The Amazing wow. Spider-Man has been on 700 issues, issues, and it's the last issue of Amazing Spider-Man. They're discontinuing it. Wow. They're uh, just going to start numbering it again, something stupid. It's not like they're going to well, no, end Spider-Man, are they? They'll probably bring it back and bring it down to one or something. Yeah, they Who knows? do that shit. Uh, but I, I, apparently the new one is called... Let's see. It has the Superior Spider-Man. Oh, the Superior Spider-Man. It's a spider It's a Spider-Man for a new age. He's just he's 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 classier. He's more genteel. It's a Spider-Man for a lot of things, Brad. Let me peep you to what happened in Spider-Man in issue. I want to say six hundred and ninety-six. Did he fight Doctor Octopus? Kind of. All right. Doc Ock made this machine that switched the consciousness of Doc Ock and, Sp- and Peter Parker from their bodies. So Peter Parker was trapped in Doc Ock's body and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Twist part, Doc Ock is dying of cancer. Whoa. Oh. Is he, didn't he have like a thing with like, with like Aunt May for a while? Yeah. So Peter Parker and his aunt, were they like still like, was she like coming by? Oh, Doc Ock, I know it's been a while, but... I still have feelings for you. Like, no. Uh, and Peter Aunt Parker's May. like, Aunt May, this is weird, but I can't say anything because I'm dying with cancer, Dr. Octopus. See, in my mind, I see Peter going home to, to uh, May, Aunt May, and him like just like hugging her for a little longer oh, than normal. Oh, no. And she's like, Peter? Peter, what are you doing? 
And he's like, it's me, Aunt May. It's me, May. What? Octavius? Octavius? And then we get into... Peter, why do you have a spider boner? And then episode... I mean, episode... Issue 699 is the weirdest comic book you will ever read. Where Peter Parker and Aunt May... Well, not Peter Parker. Where Doc Ock rekindles his relationship... I told you I'd come back, May. And this time I can provide for you, because I'm younger, and I don't have cancer anymore. And then Aunt May, is she cool with it? Oh. My nephew, my lover? (laughs) My nephew, my lover! Spider-Man, is she 699? (laughs) Yes. Yes, I want this to be the Is there a weird... Now, what happens with Mary Jane? Is Doc Ock like, look, no, Mary Jane, listen. I'm actually Dr. Octavius. The Peter Parker you know is trapped in my cancer body. I know that's weird. I'm sorry he's dying. No, no, no. Uh-uh. Dr. Octopus in, like, Peter Parker body is like, Hey, Mary Jane, it's me, Peter Parker. <laughs> Let's bang it out. You're a model. I am... I am an old dying man in a young man's body with superpowers, and you are a hot model. I know how that story goes. Is that issue 68? Like, that's the... F- I really like the idea of them exploring that weird thing with Doc Ock. Because I, I don't want them to just brush that under it's the all, table. It's all about Dr. Octopus having sex in Peter Parker's body. And, you know, they might explore that in the uh, Superior Spider-Man. Because in issue 700, spoiler alert, Peter Parker dies in Dr. Octopus's body. Think about that, For bra- real? Yes. Is it donezo? Done. Goodbye. This is making people in comic books, because they've leaked this, people that read Spider-Man go fucking ballistic. Wow. Well, how long how, wait, how long has this shit been going on? Like, the mind switch? Yeah. Since 68. I mean, like, not 68, t- 96. I mean, like, I mean time- 98. God, why am I confusing numbers? But, like, time-wise, is it, like, over a couple of 698. days? Is it, like... Now, that I don't know. And like, the articles I've read that spoil it don't mention because it either. Like, what, don't you think, like, um, Peter Parker, like, in, like, old dying body, he was like, Hey, um, anybody, like, Doctor Strange, Mr. Fantastic, Professor X, Tony Stark, anybody with some tech, get me out of this thing? I mean, surely they'd be able to. Anybody. Yeah. Even, like, in five minutes, just be like, I'm actually Peter Parker. Whatever, Doc Ock. No, look, remember when we did Secret Wars? How do you know about the Secret Wars, Doc Ock? Well, all these other things. <sighs> remember when that weird demon thing wiped my wiped my life out? I went back in time thing. Weird. You remember when I had a, when I had a baby that disappeared? Yeah. Remember the remember that weird vulture clone war? Yeah. <laughs> it's me, Peter Parker. Uh, it's that easy. Right. I, and then and then the, they do everything. Surely, like the Phoenix Force or something in the Marvel universe would. Well, like, yeah, there's like I mean, yeah, something I mean, would be able to like, do you it. Really, in the comic book, anything's permissible. Like, oh, he just took your conscience out of your body. Oh. Doc Ock's always using that lame tech. Here, oh. use this space age tech we've got from the what were the not the scrolls. What are the weird things that the Shi'ar Empire? I, uh, drawing uh, off like, ancient X Men knowledge in my yeah. head. You, like, you can do. I mean, the '80s aliens that fly around with '80s hairstyles. With the Mohawk? Yeah. Like the guy with the mohawk? Or that one that has that weird, like, uh, peacock hairstyle, yeah. that girl that Xavier was with? Yeah. Yeah, the, the 80s, like, space stuff was weird. Bonkers. Bonkers. Surely somewhere in there they would be able to help Peter. Yeah. But he's dead. Dead. Now we all know, okay, now here's the thing. We all know he's not really dead. Someone saved him. Yeah, he's And they're going to retcon this in a month. Dr. Strange is going to be like, Oh, I found him in the ether world nether consciousness. And I plucked his spirit out and I saved it. And I put it in a jar. And now I'm going to put it back in Peter Parker. And Dr. Octopus will come back to life as well. Because, well, we need to have Dr. Octopus because he's like a really famous character. He'll come back somehow too. Because we can. I... 
comic books and just I mean I would have never guessed that was the plot you were gonna go I with know. and also oh yeah Peter's dead now <laughs> right that's awesome but I mean comic books really are it's just soap opera and, of like, course and that's, it is that's, and anybody that says that they don't like that shit is a fucking liar uh, dude we all love we that we all love it the ridiculous overhyped melodrama I mean yes the same shit happens over and over again and no one's ever gonna stay dead and nothing's significant no one is I mean nothing you know huge is ever gonna go unchanged but that's just what they do and that's that's why you like it it's fun it's all right enjoy it oh no peter's dead what's doc Ock gonna do in his body hey people on the internet calm the fuck down there's people that are writing these things for a living they spend their days figuring out how to make this story cool that is pretty cool though because the spider-man apparently also octavius is using this as a second lease on life so he's going to try to not be a supervillain. Oh. Good luck there, Octavius. Right. You may have changed bodies, but you haven't changed anything. Right. And that'll be a fun little story for a while. And then they'll be like, all right, well, this is getting boring. So he's going to start turning bad. And then Doctor Strange is going to figure it out. They're going to figure it, out that he's and not put Spider-Man. Peter Parker's spirit in a jar and some shit's going to happen. I think Mary Jane will realize it's not Spider-Man the first time that they lay down together when they have and like, just get a little intimate. When Mary Jane is having the best sex of her life and she can't figure it out. Or, or it's weird. Or like, he's like... Or like, what if he's like bumbling? I'm sorry, I just normally have more arms than this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't you have You mean arms. like six? Because you're like a spider guy? Um, no, I, no, um, it's, it's odd. I just, uh, never mind. Hey, did you see what Aunt May was wearing? <laughs> what? Peter? Peter, why you, why you got your mouth gaped open? I'm just in my nightgown. No. It's at the door. You like my new house shoes? <laughs> Hi, Aunt May. <laughs> So weird. Just like the weirdest things so happening weird. in these comic books. Oh. Peter, quick the umbrella, I'm getting all wet out here. Usually straight thunderstorms. Thanks for taking me to the grocers. <laughs> the grocers. It's, it's alright, Aunt May. My pleasure. Oh, don't worry. My pleasure. <laughs> Peter? <laughs> This is gonna get so weird. This is gonna get I almost so wanna start weird. reading comic we books. We gotta start again. reading Spider-Man. We gotta start reading the Peter Parker Boner Chronicles. <laughs> I might buy the first couple of issues. I haven't bought comic books in years since mm-hmm. we were in college and went to the comic book store. Yeah. I mean, and that was a fun time to kind of like rekindle that nostalgia. I mean, because yeah. again, who doesn't like that stuff? Sure. And as someone who illustrates stuff, I fucking love comic book mm-hmm. illustrations. Defo. Um, I might have to commit. Maybe in digital format, buying sure. the Superior Spider-Man Get just the to superior. see what Doc Ock does. See what, just to see what it's about. See what the stories of that Peter Parker spider boner. I don't know where else to go with all that. I... Oh. Awkward moments. Peter! Thanks for coming over and fixing the lights, Peter. It's a real help to me. Don't mention it out, May. They like inches from each other's face. Oh. Peter, this is weird. <laughs> Peter, why isn't Uncle, Uncle, uh, what's his name? Who is his uncle? Uh, Ben? Isn't Ben back in the picture? Is he? I thought, dude, comic books do weird shit. I, I mean, know that they brought I'm Uncle sure Ben back for a minute. Surely. And he was like a, a douchebag. Like, he was just nice. like, nah. I'm back, I'm back from the dead. Like, he's literally back from the dead. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> the weird thing is, like, why would you bring Uncle... Why would you... Because he's just an old man. Like, he's... I mean, yeah, he's he's Peter Parker's uncle and everything. But it's not like he's a superhero. It's not like he's anything important. They just brought a random old man back from the dead. That would be like if they brought my grandfather back from the dead. for Just to hang out. And he's just like, well, I'm gonna go out and work the garden. Putter around in the shed. Work on the mowers. <laughs> Putter around in the shed. 
See, I, I wish that if they would do, like, Spider-Man right. In, in, in the Superior Spider-Man, let's do it right. Let's do it right. But why not have those ensemble characters? Why doesn't Aunt May help him more? I know in the original comic book she did. Like, anytime Doc Ock would get captured, she... Or capture her. Well, okay, I... Given the the dynamics of the new story, I don't know how I want to spin this. Let's say that another villain came around. Okay. The lizard dude. Right. She would the like, lizard. Yeah. She would hit him <laughs> no on the dude. head. Or what was the one that had like a bulb on his head that used oh, gas yeah. or something? I, that dude. I was okay. never into the that. The Sandman. Yeah. Sandman. Okay. She would like be hitting him with her purse or something. Right. Like you just wait till Spider Man gets here. He's gonna fix you. I, I mean, bring that back. Yeah. Defo. God, man. Ugh. What are they going to do with the other combo characters now? Who knows? Who I mean, knows? It, it, with this on the table, anything can fucking oh, okay, happen. Okay, what other combo book characters should switch it up? Oh, no. Who, who, should, who, should, who should mix it up? Hmm. I mean, it's been so long since we talked... Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, See, but, Spider-Man is, is is someone who also hasn't changed a lot. Because right. every other combo character, Batman has gone through hundreds of things. Batman got his back broken. Batman was Nightwing for a while. <laughs> okay, whatever. whatever, Batman. I mean, you're the goddamn Batman, but whatever. Superman is boring. I don't know what you do with him. Right. The X-Men have also gone through massive changes. Spider-Man is the only well, one that really I, hasn't been like, well, shuffled Spider- around. I think it's Spider-Man because he's got, he's got like more like ensemble, like street life, you know, living going on than True. a lot of the other characters. He's a down to earth. Because we can talk about Spider-Man and like his aunt and his girlfriend and like all this shit. The other characters are like other superheroes and stuff and we it's, it's less about, funny. We don't talk about like Scott Summers' dad who was like a space he pirate. He was a space pirate. <laughs> he left his kids on Earth. He was earth? a star jammer. A space pirate. <laughs> A star jammer? He was a star jammer. A space pilot, if you will. (laughs) He was a space pilot for the star jammers. (laughs) What the fuck is that shit? Pew, pew, pew. Sorry, Scott. Sorry, Alex. I think that was their... Didn't they have... Like, isn't Darwin, like, their kid? No, no, like, Vulcan. Vulcan. Sorry, little Vulcan. It's... It's Scott, Alex, and Vulcan. I think he had a real name, but I don't remember. And our father... (laughs) Corsair, the space jammer, <laughs> space pirate. Can you imagine Star the jammer, letdown? Space pirate. Look, I was a do- I was raised. We were raised by. Where were you? I was in space. <laughs> you know me. I'm a star jammer, a regular space pirate. My name's Corsair. <laughs> Dad, are you gay? <laughs> what? No, don't be silly. Where's mom? That's Dead. A- <laughs> <laughs> Killed by aliens. In space! Alright! We, we get to you All from right. space, Corsair. Alright, Corsair. Corsair! The Star Jammer Space Pirate! <laughs> uh, that's what I want. I want an X-Men comic book where he takes his children into space. Like, to rekindle. Right. Like, because he was never around when they were younger. Mm-hmm. I want him to take his three kids and go into space and have space adventures. Yes. And then Dad's there. Or better, um, stay on Earth and go to a ski chalet for a weekend. <laughs> Well, that's a movie set. And then they get snowed in. Like that episode of Perfect Strangers where they get snowed in. Oh, wouldn't it be also great if if he was... Okay, Corsair is stranded on Earth. Okay. And it's been some hard times at the mansion, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, definitely. Havoc, Scott, they just... Their girlfriends left them. Mm -hmm. The only person they have is their dad. Yeah. So they move out of the Uh ex-mansion. They get an apartment together that's over the restaurant that they have to work at. Yes. We basically make it the sitcom. Yes. Or the store. I don't know. Maybe they open a Star Jam or something. Can I ask this? Can we bring in Cable? 
who is Scott yes. Summers' um, biological son that was, like, sick as a baby, and they shot him into the future, and he came back an old, grizzled, um, like, uh, military guy. Half, like, robot? Or, yeah, like, part cyborg or something? Because that helped him get better? Who the fuck knows? X-Men is weird. It's bizarre. Kind of, but I remember as a child reading him and being like, this is so awesome. Definitely. Cable's from the future? What? Huh? <laughs> Yeah, we should just get all the Summers family right. together. And yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna oh, run the can, restaurant. It can be an art called the Perfect Summer because it's over the summer. Yeet! Oh, this is gonna sell like gangbusters. Definitely, Marvel, make us your comic book writer. Guys, give us a job. Can when, you imagine what we would do with the with the, the we, Superior Spider-Man? We're gonna tackle those hard issues. We're gonna talk about, the, we're gonna talk about the sensational summer. This is, everything is in the summer. Yes. <laughs> it, well, it's going to be every summer. The, the Summers clan get together, and they work at... It's, it's kind of oh, like that Save by the Bell. they have a beach house in New England, yes. and they go back to like, oh, yes. yes. I love it. And they all have to work together to get to get that business off the ground. Nice. What if we also went to different time periods in, like, the X-Men universe? Mm -hmm. So it was, like, the summer between, like, the Dark Phoenix saga or whatever. And then, like, <laughs> and that's, like, we just did the whole summer. And then, like, it's another summer. Like, yes. Days of Future Past just happened. But it's before, like, they tried to kill Xavier. Like, just, like, and they're mentioning it. But it's really just about them. Boy, that was sure was rough. And we had to fight those aliens. Oh, but, hey, the good thing is we got this whole summer to recoup. By the way, why aren't the volleyball nets set up? <laughs> oh, no! The Anderson family is getting on my last nerve. So basically, it's it's the Save by the Bell it's arc. It's the Save by the Bell, yeah. The Corossi arc. Right. It's in California. But it's the Corsair arc. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Corsair. You're home away from home. I'm Corsair, your Starjammer space pirate. I also the entertainment. I put on a magic show. <laughs> they can also run a cruise ship. Yes. This is the best comic book ever. Oh, I love it. Guys, Marvel, let Ramjack write, write your comic books. Let us do it. That'd be so awesome. I want to read that comic now. I do, I want to illustrate that comic Fuck book yeah. now. I mean, I'm a little busy um, working on my Carol Ryan quadrilogy. Okay. But, All right. But, we'll um, table. We'll wait for the But I'll start making some notes. You start doing some sketch work. I'll start oh, planning man. that cruise ship, figure out you know all the locales. And we'll just do a little brainstorm session. God, can you imagine what we could do with other comic book characters? Ooh. Fantastic Four. They need some life. No one likes them. Oh. What can we do with the Hulk? He is someone who needs some change. The Hulk doesn't do fucking anything. He's just big Hulk. Or he goes, like, like shoot him to another planet? And he's crazy. just like, suddenly he's a star jammer? No. The thing is, the Hulk's so angry, I think we need to we need to put him in a situation where, he, he's, where he's got to try to not be angry, but it's going to test him. I think we should put the Hulk in charge of a daycare. I was thinking the same thing as yes! you started saying that! Yes! I was like, where's the one place where it would not be acceptable for a Hulk to hit something? <laughs> in a daycare, daycare with children! Yes. Little Hulks. Little Hulks. Oh, he's gonna. Oh no! She help can come help. It's all about getting the family. That's what I'm about. <laughs> I'm about bringing the, the the comic book families together. Like I want to see like Batman and the Robins like like run a pizza shop. That would be also yes. awesome. Oh man! Night slice. Night slice. 
And maybe the villains come in, but they realize that that's a sacred ground mm -hmm. because they're not going to fuck with this pizza joint because right. the Batman make awesome pizza. Right. If, it, if there's something Dick Grayson knows how to do, it's to toss dough. Daffo. Bruce Wayne, his secret recipe for that sauce. Oh, and, and people are always trying to get the recipe. Like the penguins, like, I've got to get that recipe. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what the comic book yes. is. The villain's trying to get the recipe. Yes. Not fucking anything else up. No. But if you control the if you control the sauce recipe, you'll control the whole pizza empire. <laughs> All of Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta have their slices. Look at Herman Cain. He was almost theoretically quasi in the running for president. What did he do? He ran a pizza chain. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Imagine if Batman is running the pizza chain. Mm. Oh, he's going to run the world. Mm. The Penguin's got to get on that, or he's going to be crushed in his wake. <laughs> the Penguin is the perfect villain for that, oh, too. Definitely. Even the Riddler, I think. Like, maybe the Penguin and Riddler have, like, well, I think there's don't... some animosity well, the there. Well, the Riddler, uh, the Riddler's trying to run this, like, corn dog like thing, and nobody's buying it, because why would you want to buy a corn dog when you could get a fresh night slice? You think that the Riddler might like moonlight at the pizza place that Batman and them open? Mm. Just to try to try to learn the business. Right. And Bruce, I mean, they don't really know Bruce Wayne is Batman. Right. That's something else that's awesome. Oh, yeah. We have all these villains mixing with just like with normal Batman. Right. Our uh, Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson. Who is Batgirl? I don't remember her. I don't know. But like, it's all the crew together. Yes. And no one knows who anyone is. Right. And Commissioner Gordon's like, he's a regular. It's oh, like of his, course. It's his favorite joint. They have his slice on the counter as he comes yeah. in. Oh, that's the best. Oh, the Commissioner special. Oh, nice. Absolutely. I like this. And that's how Batman actually gets all his information. These people come into his place. Yes. They just give it to him. Yes. It's like a Cheers hangout. Everybody knows everything about everybody. What was the Riddler's name? Something um, Enigma? I don't know. Yeah, like, like Ed Enigma? We'll just say he's Edward, Ed Enigma. Edward Enigma. How's it going tonight, Ed? Not good. God, I just gotta puzzle out these things. You know something with the Riddles. What do you think, of the, what do you think about this? <laughs> Batman is pranking everyone. I love it. Batman. Love it. That's how he can be Batman. Yes. His pizza joint. What's Daredevil doing? Oh, well, first off, he's a lawyer. Right. How can we make it better? Right. How can we, like, lawyer's such a hard field and he's blind, so what can we do? <laughs> what can we do? Okay, you want to get, oh, wait, where does a where's lawyer love to go? He loves to go to the golf course. Let's run a putt-putt. <laughs> <laughs> His sidekick, he's got a friend named Happy Hogan. Happy Hogan employs him. Daredevil's on some hard Wait, no, times. Is that so Iron, just... Iron Man is Happy Hogan, isn't he? Who's, what do we do with Happy Iron Hogan? Man? See, I, I don't remember Daredevil that much because I never read Daredevil as a child. I don't want Claire to get mad at me for not knowing Daredevil facts. I mean, all I know from Daredevil is the movie. And that right. he is an, I mean, and, and that's the most horrible thing. Yeah. Foggy, Foggy Nelson. Foggy Nelson is his sidekick. That's, that could be a putt-putt guy. Foggy Nelson. I confuse my, my Foggy Nelsons and my Happy Hogans. <laughs> I think it's, it makes sense. They're practically the same person. And played by, both played by John Favreau. <laughs> okay, I was completely justified in making that mistake. I will say, what is his name? Foggy what? Foggy Nelson? That doesn't seem Marvel-ish. Because you think, especially with uh, Stan Lee doing alliteration, or did he even make Daredevil? Well, Daredevil. Yeah, you think it'd be like Foggy sure. Freddy, or Foggy Frederick, or Frank. I don't know. Uh, we can we can work on that. We'll, we'll figure that. We'll out. work on that. We'll we'll get him a new name. We'll work. We'll, let's take Daredevil for a minute because I don't really know that much about Daredevil. Okay. Um, and I would I, I would again just bring in the movie stuff, which would right, be right, a bad right. idea, I guess. And also, Daredevil, while interesting, is just a lawyer. Right. Is there like a is there a doctor that isn't Doc Ock? 
Doctor Strange. Okay, Doctor Strange is also one that's kind of um, removed mainly from the main Marvel canon. Mm-hmm. We gotta get him and some other people together. Alright, so okay, we, who, can we, who can we mix up? Uh, can we bring Howard the Duck in? Because that's one of my personal favorite comic book characters of all time. Hmm. What can we do with Howard the Duck? What if they all are in like, what if they work at like a summer amusement park? Uh-huh. Daredevil's right. doing some stuff at a public right. yeah, like so it's all, it's all connected. It's yeah, all yeah. connected. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, dude can run the magic show. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there's even a crossover with the X-Men summer series. Oh. Uh, where we have to find out who is the best magician. Corsair or the actual magician who can actually use magic. Doctor Strange. Right. How right. the duck like runs something but they think he's like in a duck suit but he's really a duck. Right. I think you just be the business manager. Okay, that works. Howard the Duck is just, is, he's just the guy in charge. But the kids are always confusing him for a mascot, right. and he's like, these kids! These fucking kids! I hate these goddamn fucking kids! We gotta bring the woman, uh, our, um, what was it? Marty McFly's mother. Leah we have, Thompson? We need we need to have the character look just like Leah Thompson, or be Leah Thompson in the comic book. Oh. I don't know. I, that's what I know of Howard the Duck, yeah, mainly. real Howard the Duck is awesome. Well, true. I just want the character to be look like her. Right, okay, we can do that. Um, yeah, any other, like, B-string yeah. <laughs> Marvel hero would be in this amusement park. Definitely, definitely. Vision the robot. Which one is Vision the robot? He's like the Avengers. Like he's the he's the like the cyborg android or whatever. I remember Vision? He, yeah, he was like red and green and had a cape for no reason because he's a robot. As a robot, need a cape. And he like mm. had sex with Scarlet Witch and they had kids somehow. I don't know. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Scarlet Witch I'm okay with, because, right. you know, she's also one of the Avengers that just didn't... Why didn't they bring her into the new movies? Because, I think, because X-Men writes. Really? I guess that makes sense, because yeah, she was, like, like Magneto's daughter. Yeah. But she was never... I mean, that's a stretch. Well, unless they also have... That would mean that Sony, who I think has the X-Men right now, mm-hmm. um, and Spider-Man, has a comic book nerd on their staff. It's like, no, wait a minute, because no one knows Scarlet Witch and, like... Is it who's is it Quicksilver? Mm-hmm. That are Magneto's children? Like you have to really know comic book mythology for that. And I'm sure the contract is something like all X Men characters or something. So I guess I don't. I mean I don't know how it breaks down, but I I mean I know they are they have to be careful about that shit. Hmm. Interesting. Because they had all those weird rights with like Daredevil and like to get Galactus and Silver Surfer and things. Can Iron Man do Iron Man competitions? And it's him getting prepared <gasps> for an Iron Man yes! competition. Yes! Maybe something like him and Pepper have had a falling out or something. Mm -hmm. And, like, to prove to her and himself, basically. To prove to himself that he's worthy to be on. He falls He gets a little depressed. I don't know what happens. Maybe the stock falls or something. And he's just like... He's so happy in his life because he's rich and has no reason to complain. But he just doesn't feel like himself. So he needs to regain his Iron Man by winning an Iron Man competition. I like it. And that's the whole arc for, like, ten issues. Right, definitely. It's a, a year's worth of arc. Who can be his? Tr- who can help him train? Can get Beast. Beast can help him train. <laughs> we bring in an X Men character, Cat Beast. <laughs> I was thinking about big dudes. Um, Stewie's so like a strong guy. Big dudes. Strong. There's strong, a X-Man. There's an X-Man named Strong Guy. Let's bring him in to help. It was like well, the, now I'm thinking we should have a, a spinoff comic that's just called Big Dudes. <laughs> big Dudes. <laughs> big Dudes. Big Dudes. And it's them just broing out. Big like, brawny like, dudes. <laughs> Just out and working out. Hey, Beast, can you lift this? <laughs> sure. Beast would obviously be the, the smart right. dude in the dude ensemble. Oh. Big oh. dudes. That's probably the best action one. Like, yeah. what is it? Like, all of them have a team. That'd be the one. Just big dudes. <laughs> the big dudes. 
<laughs> I want to see this as a television show just so I can see, like, villains going, oh, no, not the big dudes. Like, they would even say it weird like that. Yes. Big dudes. Yes. But who's, okay, but who's going to be the, the wimpy comic relief on the big dudes team? <laughs> Someone that's, like, just lame that no one really, like, some wimpy little speedball. <laughs> that works. Hey, guys, can I? All right, whatever. Whatever, speedball. I'm trying to be like a big dude voice. Dude. Um, I like it. I like it. Iron Man should have to run against, like, other people. Like, I, I, I'm I, trying to think of other people that could be awesome in Iron Man. Right. Obviously, he's trained by other heroes, but... Right, right. But, wow. Yeah, but he has to go... I don't know. Because his villains are too much. I don't know if that's a <laughs> The thing. Mandarin. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to figure that out. We'll figure it out, guys. We'll figure, we'll figure it out. You let I us know. like this. You let us know. You let us know. How would you change comic books for the better? Or any of the hero stuff? Um, We didn't even touch DC. Other than Batman. Right. Um, Let us know what you think. How would you change things? How would you alter? How would you jazz up comic books for this to this post-Amazing Spider-Man, right. uh, the superior Spider-Man era? For the summer, by the way. We're thinking about a summer. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is, a, this is a summer special run. We're just going to completely embrace, like, the, I guess, soap opera aspect right. and just have them be, like, you know. Yeah. It's fun, fun, fun in the sun, sun, sun. Summer run could be the name of the, the, summer, Scott, the summer family. Summer, <laughs> summer run because the I like uh, the I Corsair like is run by the Summers. Yes, Summer run and With plus me, Corsair, your star jammer space pirate magician, come to the show, everyone. God, I really want to make that comic book. Oh, like that's like it. the best one. Oh, I love that one. That's my favorite. That's my favorite comic book. Though I really do want to see that that Incredible Hulk with. <laughs> With I with the children. Yeah. Low Hulks. Low Hulks. Low Hulks. The Hulk smash in the middle of it. Man. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Ramjack. Indeed. No Belvedere or Bell this week. Gotta take it easy. Taking it easy for this holiday season. Um, but we will definitely bring you more of that soon. Um, fun times to be ahead, guys. A lot of a neat stuff to look forward to. Indeed, guys. Um, we're hoping we're gonna get some special info out because breaking news, um, I've just made a decision. I'm gonna go to be going to Tennessee next week, guys. Brad and I will be going back to Tennessee um, to explore our roots during this this Indeed. this crazy season, uh, this just festive season. This, oh. And there are gonna be some things that happen in Tennessee Ooh. events that are definitely gonna be chronicled on Ramjack that I know you guys will enjoy. Guys, just spoiler warning. Um, so we've talked much about. Miss Pat, um, mm-hmm. our, our former theater director. <laughs> Diane! Yes, Miss Pat. I'm excited! We're doing a play! <laughs> yeah, just to put it in context, just to put it in context, context that is Miss Pat. So she's retiring, and they're having a giant, like, gala celebration for her. And Ramjack will be there. And Ramjack will be there because, guys, it's just been hilarity. You will get the updates trust and it will be awesome and hilarious and hopefully we'll be talking to some crazy Tennessee people and hopefully I will record it secretly or with their knowledge and I will share it with you because it promises to be fun. Oh yeah. At yeah, look I'm forward so to that. I'm so excited. I'm so excited about this. On that note, um, I hope all of you have had a wonderful holiday season. I hope you look forward to the new year just as much as Ramjack does. Indeed. Um, tell us about your holiday. What's what's happening? What's going on with you guys? What did you do? What did you did you get a gift? Did you give a gift? Mm. I mean, not crazy sensitive. They filter yeah. out. It's cool. It's all good. Brad, you know what our number is? I do. It's two zero six three three nine five eight nine four. And we actually have a voicemail. Yay! Hey guys, 
It's Terry. Ah, uh, okay. I was having kind of a rough day on, on Saturday. I was working. Yeah, I was tired as hell. I had a lot of lot of lot of shit going on throughout the day. So I go to an Arby's because I want to get me a Jamocha shake. All I wanted was a Jamocha shake. Well, I pull up the Arby's. It's like 1030 at night. Well, they, they didn't have the mocha shakes. The, the, the machine was down. So I'm like, great. Right now I don't have a mocha shake. So I'm like, all right, well, what else do they have that I like that, that will give me some sort of satisfaction to, to calm my inner wounded child? So I get uh, I get some cheese sticks. And I figure, oh, I need a drink. So I ask for a Dr. Pepper with no ice, small one. Value size to the girl. I look in the window. I see her getting a large Pepsi from the Pepsi dispenser. I'm like, well, that can't be for me. So she comes to the window and she gives me some crazy price for, for what my food costs. And I'm I'm like, uh, I asked for a, a, a value size. Dr. Pepper, and she went, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Then uh, she uh, starts to get a body-sized Pepsi, no ice. And I'm like, what What? what the hell? So she comes to the window. I said, I, no, I'm sorry. I, I asked for a Dr. Pepper with no ice. She rolls her eyes, and I immediately go, I'm sorry. Why the fuck did I apologize to her? She's the one rolling her eyes because she can't do her job right. What the fuck is wrong with me? What the hell? What the hell? I need to fix. I don't know. All right, guys. Love the show. Until always. Later. What's wrong is you just wanted that Jamoka shake. Jamoka? Didn't have it. Jamoka shake? Jamoka? Mm. Is that? No, I don't think that's what it was, bro. I don't think that's what it is. Mm. Well. (sighs) What did I say the other day? What did I say on the other episode about ice cream and people never have an ice cream when you go up to get get the thing? Uh, Well, well, well. Well, well, well. That was a riveting tale. Um. Why did he say he was sorry, Alex? I mean, everyone. I mean, that's that's just a reaction. So when someone's upset, you want to make them feel good. Not me. I'll punch him in the face with my human fist. With your evolved human fist. <laughs> this is what 200,000 years of evolution has given me. Brace yourself. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate. I, come on, that's the state of fast food. As someone who frequents restaurants that start with M, I mean, people are just going to mess your orders up. People are gonna it's make super mistakes. hard for them not to. Especially over an intercom. That can totally mess up. And what if she had a rough day? Why isn't intercom tech better? We got Skype. We can talk to people all over the world. Dude, it sounds cheap. crystal clear. But an intercom... Excuse me? I, I will take a, a small Dr. Pepper, no ice. I'm sorry, what did you say? I'm just going to pull around and talk guys. Please don't pull around. Already gone. Oh no! But there's a bomb! That be- <laughs> You're dead. That being said, um, as 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 a younger, what was I? One of my first jobs was at Chick Fil A. We've talked about that on the show. Definitely. And um, I, for an extended period of time, was the person on headsets because I was articulate, mm-hmm. and I almost never got things wrong. Mm. Like I can almost say, like I can tell you the times I got things wrong. I can't remember one. Oh. I don't think I ever got anything wrong. Because hmm. also I almost made it very clear, like, well, did you do this? Did you do that? Blah blah blah. So you can do it. But that being said, I mean, it was me at a freaking... Right. Yeah, people would come around. Every time I did headsets, someone would come around and be like, who is the fucking on the headsets? That guy, that guy is on his headsets. He is on point. Get him over the window. Do you do radio? (laughs) You know that sound you've been looking for? (laughs) Well, listen to this. (laughs) That was me. That was you. That was me.
I was master of the headsets. No one, no one surpassed me. It got to the point where they're like, yeah, just put them on there. Every time. It got me doing radio stuff for Chick-fil-A down in the South. I still get that sometimes today. I left a voicemail for a woman. Uh, I was calling, I think it was an insurance company or something, just to get some information on some stuff. And when they called me back, the first thing out of her mouth says, you sound like you should be on the radio. Has anyone ever told you that? It's a radio. Fuck that shit. I'm on a podcast. It's always weird, though, because someone will tell you, you should be on the radio. Has anyone ever told you that? I don't know why that's the follow-up. Right. Because when I say, actually, I do do a lot of radio or, actually, yeah, I have a podcast that's similar to radio, they don't know what to say to it. They're just like, oh. Oh, I thought I okay. was going to be the first person. I wanted to be the, the originator of the, of the compliment. Now I sound like oh. I'm a hangers-on. Or did they want to be the first to find a star? Oh. Oh. They wanted to. Discovery. They, no, they wanted to hitch their train to your star. Are you on radio? What Can do you I think of my voice? Do you think maybe I could be like your wacky sidekick? Does funny voices? Because I've got a funny voice. If you're looking for some talent, I have a nephew who would be perfect as a. Nah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, thanks, but no thanks. I'm a professional. Thank you very much. Thank you, professional. Um, Terry, hang in there and scroll hell. Yeah, in scroll hell, sometimes you just gotta, you gotta, you just gotta apologize for no reason. Because you're in squirrel hell. It's hell for squirrels. Who would want to torture a squirrel eternally for their sins? They're adorable. They hide nuts for the winter. They have big bushy tails. They hide nuts and immediately forget where they put they them. They forget. They're so cute. A little a little squirrel like, oh no. Smacking him on the forehead. Aww. Not again. Aww. I planted that like... Minutes ago, I don't know where don't it is. Don't know where it is. Guess I'll just do another one. Get another one. Yay! Super optimistic, never giving up. That's uh, the squirrel. That is, yeah. Who, what sick asshole douche god is sending them to be tortured forever in hell where there's never a Jamocha shake when you mm. want one? No. Best case scenario, get some cheese sticks and a Pepsi you didn't want. With ice, deal with it. Extra ice. All ice, no Pepsi. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I guess I can fill it with Pepsi. But I wanted Dr. Pepper. I guess Did you? I can fill it with Pepsi. I'm so sorry. Please fill it with Pepsi. Mm. Fuck, why did I fucking do that? Because you're time. in squirrel hell. You're in squirrel? Squirrel hell. That's what happens there. It happens. It's like the Twilight so sorry, Zone, only more dickish. Guys, keep telling us what's going on in your lives. We really appreciate it. I, I can't wait to hear from all of you about the holiday season. Indeed. Uh, what are your traditions? Just let us know. It's fun times. Do you, do you have family members you like? What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> tell us. In, in, tell us who your favorite family members are, and which ones you hate. Yeah. It's Christmas. Be honest. It's the solstice. Be honest. It's the solstice. Be honest for once in your life. Um, are you buying gifts for people you don't like? Why? Tell us about that. How'd you get guilted into that? Fuck that shit. I don't do that. What was your favorite gift? What was your worst gift? Mm. Mm. What was the best gift you ever gotten in your entire life? What was the worst gift you've gotten in your entire life? What's the worst gift you ever gave someone? Ooh. Now that's an interesting question. Ooh. What's that question? What's the answer to that question? That's a good question. I'm trying to think of the worst gift I ever gave to someone. That when they opened, I thought, oh yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. Ooh. You didn't like this. Well, they rolled their eyes like, oh, you got me a present, and me immediately just, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to get you a present. I know I have. I know I've purposefully given bad gifts. Nice. So when I still had to do family shit. Yeah. Yeah. I know you wanted an e-reader, so I got you the, what is it, the Kubo? The Kobo. The Kobo. Here's your Kobo. Thanks. Oh. Oh, it's one of those e-readers. Is this a Kindle? Something like that. Close enough. 
They're close enough for you. They're close enough that you'll never be able to return and get decent value for money. Happy holidays! Happy holidays! <laughs> Guys, uh, you can email us, ramjackpodcast at gmail.com. That easy. Hit us up on Twitter, at ramjackpodcast. Uh, Facebook. We love that Facebook group. Yes. It's a wonderful place. It's a wonderful community. It's the only use, good use of Facebook. Yeah, fun times there. Um, the website, curiosityabounds.com slash ramjack. Yay! See Brad's awesome album art. See it. See past stuff. Go there for the tags. Go for the tags. Stay for the comments on the image. That easy. That's a secret thing you have to look for. Figure that one out. Um, am I forgetting anything? iTunes. Find us on there. Find us on iTunes. If you want to hear me make fun of the X-Files, listen to Intro to X. Um, the new and notable podcast on iTunes. Nice. Well done. Because we're new and notable and making fun of that crazy show with weirdo ghost aliens and nonsense. Crazy. Crazy. Bunkers. Um, I have another podcast that I rarely talk about, but Enumeration is also out there. It's a fun time. Uh, especially since we have stopped censoring the show. I've gotten a lot of positive feedback about nice. it. Nice. It's about um, time. Yeah. I'll just check that out. Make lists. It's kind of funny. It's, it's entertaining. Um, that being said, thank you once again for listening. And ladies, remember, no eating off the floor when you're staying at the luxurious and wonderful Corsair! <laughs> I'm a Star Jabber space pirate! Magician! Entrepreneur hotel owner. Oh, Dad. I love that we made Corsair gay. Because, <laughs> I mean, come on. He had three kids by a woman. Yeah. But his name's Corsair, and he's a space pirate. And he went right from home. And we he's a star it. jammer. He's a star jammer space pirate. That just, that's like a gay porn title. I mean, definitely. Star jammers with the space pirates featuring Corsair. Quick, to the stars. Where are you? Oh, there you are. Well, if you come over here, you'll find a wonderful surprise. You'll have to plug into the central computer to hear what it is. That's right. No, it's not a phase vector. It's your Christmas present.
bottom of the quaver converter isn't complete yet. It isn't finished. Lock in your circuits again quickly. Merry Christmas.